beauty and skincare is always a hot topic around here, and today I want to tell you about a new product line I've discovered that I think you will like, Exponent Beauty. Listeners of the show will receive 20% off their purchase. More details on that in a minute. Exponent Beauty is a skincare brand with a line of activated anti-aging serums that are clinically proven to reduce fine lines and wrinkles. The beauty of Exponent Beauty is their innovative form factor. The powders are activated with a quadruple hyaluronic acid serum in their patented precision-dosed dispenser. The packaging is gorgeous, and the dispenser itself is refillable, so it has also reduced plastic waste. Exponent Beauty's line of serums can be found in med spas and spas and dermatologists' office around the country. The line is dermatologist-recommended and clinically proven to reduce those fine lines and wrinkles, and to increase brightness and radiance, and to firm skin without irritation. No more expired or underutilized products with Exponent Beauty, just high-quality skincare with ingredients that work. Go to ExponentBeauty.com and use code TELL20 for 20% off a purchase of $100 or more. That's Exponent, E-X-P-O-N-E-N-T, Beauty, B-E-A-U-T-Y.com and use code TELL20, T-E-L-L, the numbers two zero for 20% off your purchase of $100 or more. She's beautiful. This isn't a knock on her. That's just not my style. I'm not going to look like muted and classic. <laughs> no. And I, listen, <laughs> no, you're not. No one's going to say, wasn't she a muted classic B word? She. No one's going to say that. Come on. I'm Laura Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. Each episode has a prompt or a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to a friend, or share on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. It is an exciting day here on 10 Things to Tell You because one of my very favorite guests, and also one of yours, is back to talk to us about Holy Grail beauty products. My friend Jamie Golden is responsible for some of the best and most downloaded episodes of this show when she's appeared as a guest because she is so funny and so smart and because we get to talk about a topic here that you don't usually get to hear Jamie go in depth about anywhere else. Now, if you're not familiar with Jamie Golden, she is the co-host of the wildly popular pop culture podcast, the Popcast with Knox and Jamie. She's also the co-creator and co-host of the podcast Faith Adjacent. She's fantastic on Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. And she also has a newly launched substack called B. Golden. I will link to all of this in the show notes, of course. Jamie is just one of my favorite voices. And we met years ago, back when we were both still bloggers and baby podcasters. And since then, we have been in two business masterminds together. You can hear us talk about that on episodes 51 and episode 164. But outside of our professional ties, we have also become very good friends. So much so that I write about her in my book, The Life Council, as a friend who occupies the seat of the fellow obsessive. 
Jamie and I actually share a number of obsessions, and we spend hours, literally hours and hours, on Voxer and on the phone and on Zoom talking about some of those things that we're obsessed with, like influencer culture and gossip. That's a big one for us. And Twitter. Rest in peace. We meant to get to talk about Twitter today, but we ran out of time. And one of our biggest shared obsessions is makeup and skincare. We love makeup and skincare. Now, all the way back in 2019, Jamie was on one of the earliest episodes of 10 Things to Tell You. She was on episode 14, where we talked about our skincare and makeup favorites, which is what we're also going to talk about today. Then in 2021, she was back on the show on episode 105, where we talked about needles, lasers, and fillers in your face. (laughs) That was a super memorable conversation. And so we thought that we would do it again. This episode is jam-packed with beauty recommendations and our favorites, both for skincare, which is so important, and makeup, which is just fun. Jamie and I recorded on this topic for nearly two hours, and the entirety of this conversation, the extended cut of this episode, is available now for my Secret Stuff Patreon subscribers. So if you want to hear the whole thing, including some philosophical thoughts on beauty and aging, as well as the thing that can radically change your face within minutes, you can head over to the Secret Stuff Patreon page at lauratremaine.com slash secret stuff and join for $7 a month, or you can also sign up for a seven-day free trial, and you'll get everything that we have already talked about this month, including our member symposium and our book club meeting. So now, Onto my fun and informative conversation with Jamie Golden about our holy grail beauty products. Jamie Golden, welcome back to 10 Things to Tell You. Oh, this is so, this is truly my favorite place to just force you to let me be. Like, I love coming back here. I love sharing my stuff. I love telling people 10 things or more. I love hearing your 10 things that apply to me. Because that's the thing. I like being here because I know this episode is going to be catered to me. (laughs) So I love, so it'll be my favorite 10 things to tell you episode ever. I'm so excited. Okay, but actually though, like all jokes aside, My episodes with you are people's favorite episodes ever. I mean, this show is almost at 200 episodes, which I can't believe it because we took a year off. (laughs) (laughs) But that's still impressive. Come on. 200 episodes is so many. It's so many. And we're almost at 200 episodes. And the ones that you and I have done together remain some of the most downloaded and beloved and referenced (laughs) episodes that I've ever created in my life. If I was savvy enough to put in audience cheering right now, I would. Right. No, as you should. Because listen, the best part of this is you've had some of the best experts in their fields on the show. And I have a sociology degree that I've really never used. And so I love that we prove that we prove the critics wrong. Like that's what we do. All the experts would say, have James Clear on here and talk about habits. And I'm like, no, let's talk about vitamin C. Because you are an expert. Listen, you are an expert in your way. And that's what makes these episodes with us together so special is because we are fellow obsessives. I know. I write about this in my book, The Life Council. Hashtag plug. I'm just going to plug my book. but As you should. It's a great book. <laughs> Thank I, you. It's a fantastic book. In the chapter on fellow obsessives, 
I write about you because we obsess together about multiple things, actually kind of across the board, but one of them happens to be makeup and skincare. And in fact, what's actually funny about us being fellow obsessives in this way is that when I asked you to come do this episode with me, I thought, gosh, do we talk about this too much? Have we like (laughs) sort of tapped this topic for my audience or whatever? And then I went back and like, oh, no, our first episode together was episode 14 of the show. That was in 2019. Our second episode on this topic was needles, lasers, and fillers in your face. (laughs) That was in February of 2021. Oh, my goodness. So we actually haven't talked about this publicly on the show for two and a half years. But because you and I talk about it, I felt like, woof, we've really exhausted this topic. I know we do talk about it a lot in our own personal lives. Like we'll just send a little, you know, we'll send a little TikTok to each other and be like, do you think this is a good product? And, but also I think that it's so chaotic that we don't talk about it more often because people are doing skincare and makeup almost every day. And so it's a topic that's part of our everyday lives. So I'd also think that's why a lot of people download it because we're all looking for, I I say that people are always looking for curation because there's so much available to you when it comes to particularly this topic, skincare and makeup. Like there's so many products available and everything is marketed in a way that you're like, I do need to have that. It will be amazing. And then when it's not, you're like, gosh, I wish somebody would just help me. And you and I love, we love to buy a product and then discard it and never use it again because we will DNF a lipstick quicker than anybody. And so I like that we can come on and say, hey, we've been out on those streets for you. We've been fighting the good fight. And now we have found some goodness in the search. So much goodness. We are going to talk about some Holy Grail products that we have either held on to and are still using or new ones that we have found since the last time we talked about this publicly. And as I was compiling my list, I have about 50% stuff that I've hung on to and 50% maybe new things because there's always new things in the beauty and skincare world. Always. Yes. Always. Always. And there are some products that are just going to be, and I think today I've mentioned one that I mentioned in that first episode because I still genuinely use it. And I've tried a lot of other versions of this particular step in my skincare and I have never found something that I love as much. So I go back to it always. But I like trying new things because I do think the tech improves. I do think the industry challenges itself. I think when we would have done the 14th episode, I think there could have been an argument made about, you know, just nobody's making vitamin C as good as skinceuticals. And now lots of people are making really good vitamin Cs. And so you have a lot more to choose from at at a much better price point, which is really nice. And I think a lot of people have learned over the last four or five years, hey, when someone says medical grade to you, that's not a thing. Like that's a marketing term. (laughs) I I genuinely had someone in my dermatologist's office say, well, you might want something medical grade. And I, I, I did not become the Karen of my dermatology practice and say, hey, that's not a thing. You know that, right? Baby girl, baby girl (laughs) esthetician. You know that, right? But it's not. It's just a marketing term. It's not. There's no. The FDA is not like that. Skinceuticals is much. I'm not saying there's not great science behind skinceuticals. There is and they make great products, but they're also expensive. They're very expensive. Well, and I'll fall for a marketing ploy every time. Every time. Like those eyelashes, it'll even say so clearly, falsies added. And I'm like, but look at that mascara. Look what it did. (laughs) 
That's amazing. And they're, they're, ta- they're owning it. And I'm still like, maybe it'll do that for me. And then it doesn't. And I'm like, dang it, Maybelline. Dang it. Well, and also the first time that we talked, the episode 14 in 2019, so much has happened <laughs> since then. <laughs> I have become a recluse. My entire personality has changed. <laughs> yeah, a lot has changed. And funnily enough, like, I have actually gotten more at ease with not wearing makeup every day. I used to wear makeup every day. Now I wear it still like, don't get it twisted. I still wear it four to five days a week, but I found other things to let be a therapeutic part of my life, which was probably a healthy move to kind of diversify your therapeutic practices. But so much has changed, but I would say in some ways people really started, we're like, well, I've got time for skincare now. And what could I do? Like, how could, and people like, were like, oh, this does actually improve the look of my skin and the health of my skin. And so I think in some ways, skincare is even more popular now than it was pre-pandemic. Oh, for sure. For sure. My pre-pandemic face, (laughs) it looked different. Now, part of it was I wasn't even yet 40 at the beginning of 2019. And so- a lot of the listeners here are like a, almost around my same age. A big core group of 10 Things to Tell Your listeners are, are almost my exact same age. And listen, something does happen. Pandemic aside, something does happen at oh. 40 and beyond where you might have gotten away with not doing much skincare at all until then. And then suddenly you're like, oh, no. What has gravity done? (laughs) Like, for the record, I am 47. I have combination fair skin. And I did not even understand what would happen to my skin in my 40s. I was like, where is this texture coming? Why does my face look like an orange peel? This is very strange. Or what? what's this big splotch that now appeared on my cheek and will not go away without laser intervention? Like, mm-hmm. and I, it's because I did not realize the importance of, I did not realize that the sun was trying to murder my face. I did not fully understand that. And now, listen, I grace to Gen Z because they know it. Like they understand it. They have the wisdom. They are going to face a much less uphill battle at 40 than we have faced. Well, and I also think there's a more transparency with like celebrity faces (laughs) or, you know, the most beautiful people that we know. There's a lot more transparency now of like, yeah, they are doing stuff to their skin. It might not always be plastic surgery, although it might be. But like you mentioned lasers and more subtle fillers than it used to be, like all the different ways that people are trying to fight aging. There's just a lot more information out there about it than there used to be. Instead of us just feeling like we were the only ones that were worried about these things or, you know, that celebrities have some kind of different DNA. They don't. They don't have different DNA. They have money. They have money. But listen, money will solve a multitude of problems. Would you like me to talk about economics right now? Because <laughs> I can with that sociology degree. But I will say th- the funny thing too about celebrities is they got away with it for a long time because we we just never saw high res photos of them that they did not approve. And now mm-hmm. we do. Like there's a lot of high res happening on red carpets, but also on the street when they're walking around and we can now go, wait a minute, 
So it wasn't just Neutrogena, you throwing the water on your face in that commercial. It's not just olive oil that's making your skin look like, no, it's not, it's not. It's not, but some of the things that we've talked about in the past are quite expensive. We're going to talk about yes. products today that anybody can purchase because that's what we're talking about today. But on our episode that was back in 2021, episode 105, that was about needles, lasers, and fillers. And I just feel like I need to enter this conversation and let everyone know that I'm in the middle of a six-part laser treatment. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Listen, you told me and I was like, ah, baby's first laser. This is so exciting. I'm so proud of you. It wasn't my first laser, but it has been many years. And it, oh, okay. it came out of me basically going to my person and saying like, I just need a total fix. <laughs> like, I don't- What needs to happen to fix everything? And lasers will do a lot. Listen, lasers, lasers will do what a topical can't even dream of doing, like truly, especially when it comes to hyperpigmentation, when it comes to texture, the things that, you know, appeared. And I was like, what? And even things like just a a mere tightening of your skin where you're like, I don't want to have a facelift. I don't want to have downtime of two weeks, you don't have to. There are things that are much easier to recover from. The laser that I get, I get a laser facial once a month. There's no downtime. Like I can put on makeup the very next day and be in the world and no one knows unless they caress my face and they might go, huh, sandpaper. That's a choice. (laughs) Well, that is why I'm getting the lasers actually, because I'm scared of super invasive procedures. Like personally, I'm just scared of that. I don't want my face to look unrecognizable. Right. And I was having some texture issues, which is so hormonal, which is so tied to stress. All of the Very normal. That, Very yeah, normal. Super normal. I've had a lot of texture issues. And then I also had over the last few years, I don't know, due to stress or not, but I had these broken blood vessels around yes. my nose. I actually didn't even know that I could fix those. I thought yeah. they were just oh no, like there to stay. And she was like, you know, we can zap those babies. And I was like, yes, please. Zap it and immediately they're gone. Listen, my dad, Chuck, who is in his 70s, who has had skin cancer many times because he's 77 and he was in Vietnam and no one was passing around the banana boat. You know what I mean? And when he found out that I got my, my broken blood vessels lasered, he asked his dermatologist to do it and she did. And he was so excited. He was like, look at my face. Look how amazing it is. And that's, he's not a vain guy, but he was just like, he just didn't know that that could be a pretty easy and really not quite expensive fix. I'm so glad you shared that story. I know. Yeah. Because I think men, we think that this doesn't apply to them. I think that they don't have the permission to care about it, that we sometimes get the permission to care. We get the permission to be like, let's talk about all our potions and let's have all the things in the bathroom. And men are like, well, I got to wash my face with hand soap and I got to use my shampoo on my head, my butt and my face. (laughs) And it's like, no, you can, you too could have less sunspots. You too. I'm so glad you said that because I, and I want to say this carefully and respectfully, but I've actually seen men, like been around men who I know that they're vain and I feel like in some ways they they feel like there's nothing they can do about the way they look at all. Like they they don't have the choices that, like you're saying, they don't they yeah. aren't going to wear makeup or they don't even know about like lasers or whatever. And I've I have thought, and 
that's what I'm saying. I want to sort of say it carefully because it's not like a it's not like a pity thing. But I have sort of felt like oh, like felt sorry for them in a way of like they just if you were a man, would you feel like you were just you have no choice but to look the way that you look? And is that freedom? Is there some freedom in that to be like, well, I just look the way that I look versus well, yes, what we're doing, which is chasing a different way to look all the time. I don't know. We're, Maybe we should all, cheer them on. Listen, we're all unhealthy. Let's be honest. Because listen, there's no harm in a little retinol and some sunscreen that so that you don't age quite that aggressively, you know. But I, I like the permission that we can get because I have we have listeners of our podcast at the podcast who they're men who will say, I hear you talk about skincare. Like, is there any are is there men's skincare? And I'm like, no. It's just, I know Pharrell is trying to sell men's skincare, but it's just skincare. You guys, in the same way that women who are, their hair is thinning, and that's something that's happening to me as I enter perimenopause, I'm not going to use the women's hair serum. I'm going to use the men's because A, it's the same ingredient, and B, it costs a lot less. I'm Mm. not going to pay a pink tax on a product that works the same for both. I don't know why everybody thinks like, well, man's skin is just different because they shave it. We shave it. We shave our skin too. Like I shave my face. What are you talking about? Except I do think that they have a leg up in the shaving thing because if they start shaving, which is basically deep exfoliation. Oh yeah, for sure. And they start doing that at, let's say, 17, 18 years old on the outer level and they shave their whole life almost every day, every other day until they're 50, their skin is probably going to be smoother because I didn't start shaving my face till I was 35, maybe. Exactly. Well, and and that's not a genetic difference. That's not a difference between men and women. That's just some a practice they inhabited that worked out to their advantage in the same way that it could work out to our advantage, which is why you and I both shave our face. (laughs) So totally. Actually, you guys, if you take nothing else from this episode, shaving your face can be the cheapest and most effective thing that you can do Yes, it, that will change in 30 seconds. It will change the texture of your face and how your makeup goes on in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yes. And you don't have to have someone dermaplane you. You don't even have to buy the thing called a dermaplaner. You can literally just use a men's razor that men use on their faces, or you can get smaller razors that are great for like the contours of your face, but you also can just use a Gillette men's razor on your face and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that yeah. took a tangent that was worthy. Of I it. know, right? <laughs> we will try to loosely stay on track because what we're doing here today is talking about some of our favorite products. Again, some of these might be repeats. I know I'm going to repeat a couple of things that I said years and years ago, but it's a reminder that some of these things are really like worth, you know, if you have some of your same tools in your arsenal, then great. There's not always a need to change it just because something new and shiny comes along. But then we also do have some new and shiny things also. Let's start with skincare. First of all, because we're both passionate about that. But secondly, because you mentioned earlier that you wear less makeup than you used to. And I for sure wear less makeup than I used to for two reasons. One, I take better care of my skin. So my skin is actually better. I'm not hiding as many things as I used to with makeup. And secondly, there is a bit of a tipping point where too much makeup looks aging on me. And so even with some of the best products, you know, I've, I've had foundations that I've loved and used forever. And I still do do like that kind of full face for an event or a fun night out or whatever. But for daily wear, 
if I do that and I catch myself in the mirror, I feel like it's having the opposite effect of what I want it to do, which is I look older instead of fresher. That's right. And I think, you know, it's reminding people too that the reason that our face ages, one, the sun does a lot of damage to our face. So 90% of the things on your face that you would call aging happen because of the sun. So that's why sunscreen is so important. But also we just produce less collagen. It is why your joints hurt. It is, it's the mortar that's between the bricks. And when you just produce less collagen and your face, the dead skin on your face turns over less often, it just means that your face is going to carry makeup in a way that is going to highlight texture. I, this is, this was the first year that I had to let go and it was hard, but I had to really let go of really glittery, shimmery eyeshadows. Now, if you love them, wear them. There's no rules when it comes to makeup. But for me, my eyelids have become more textured and you just can't fight that. There's no laser that they're going to put on your eyelid. And so my eyelids have become more textured. And when you put anything shiny on a textured surface, it's just going to look more textured. And so I've had to kind of dial back from that a little bit. I think I'm having a light bulb moment. Oh. Because I do wear glittery eyeshadow. And I've noticed that it's gotten <laughs> – I mean, I'm like – I keep thinking it's the shadow itself, right? How could right. it possibly be my eyelids? <laughs> I like, I'm like, why is it gritty? Yes. That's right. Now, it also could be you're using expired shadow, let's be honest, because you feel like a keeper, right? You keep them a long time. But – It also is like your eyelid just by nature, again, collagen is not producing and you can't use always all of the skincare products that you're using on the rest of your face. They will specifically say, don't put on, don't put them on your eyes. And so your eyes are maybe not getting that prescription retinol or it's truly maybe not getting as much sunscreen as it should. And so they're becoming textured. And so you, as you get older, a lot of women turn to using a satin shadow or a satin shimmer rather than a Pat McGrath glitter. Like it's just harder to pull that off and it not look textured. But it's like part of, there is like a style component to it. I'm not going to lie because when I think of like matte neutral shadows, I just think of like <laughs> Bobby Brown, who is beautiful and makes really good products. I mean, she doesn't right. own her company anymore, but like she's beautiful. This isn't a knock on her. That's just not my style. I'm not going to look like muted and classic. No, and I, listen, no, you're not. No one's going to say, wasn't she a muted classic B word? She, no one's going to say that. A break to tell you about a podcast that just debuted this year called What Came Next. So what happens after the experiences of true crime survivors have been shared with the world? Does the media truly capture all it entails to survive such tragedy in the public eye? What comes after the convictions are in, the cameras stop rolling, and the court of public opinion has spoken? Can sharing our stories lead to justice, and is there ever really justice? These questions and many more are answered on the new true crime docuseries podcast called What Came Next, co-created and produced by Something Was Wrong's Tiffany Reese with host, victim advocate, and true crime survivor Amy B. Chesler. Listeners here might remember Amy B. Chesler from episode 157, where we had an excellent conversation about consuming true crime as entertainment. 
This podcast, What Came Next, highlights firsthand accounts and behind-the-scenes insights about what came next for survivors of some of the world's most notorious crimes, as well as exclusive updates from past Something Was Wrong guests. You'll hear how incredible survivors find purpose in adversity and how they're leveraging the spotlight to elicit societal change. Subscribe now to What Came Next wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to the show. Okay, but actually, we didn't ever even talk about skincare. I want to hear, let's go back and forth. So I want to hear what is your like, and I know it's hard to narrow because different products do different things, but one of your top holy grail skincare items right now. Okay. And I'm going to do for the record, all of my, everything that I'm going to talk about today is specific to Sephora because Sephora has a big sale coming up and it's perfect for that. So I'm not venturing out into other products. I'm only talking about things that are at Sephora in case you happen to be shopping the sale. This is not an ad. This is just me kind of honing down. And I would say, you know, the number one products for me for skincare are SPF and retinol. I would not buy either of those products at Sephora ever ever, 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 because they're too expensive. And there's too many great kind of like the four years in advancement. There's such great sunscreen and retinol products that are available at your drugstore. And retinol, you really should be working towards a prescription, which you cannot get it at any store at all. And so I wouldn't mention those. But my first one is actually in it. Well, wait, wait, you just said you're not going to mention them. But now I need to know, can you just like tell us what retinol you should start? Oh, yeah. With? Okay. So retinol, you know, it kind of comes in three Three tiers, entry-level retinol, middle-level retinaldehyde, and top-level retinoic acid. And the reason for that is it's what it takes your body to convert it into retinoic acid because that's what's in your body. So retinoic acid is only available by prescription, okay? So you can get that from your dermatologist. You can get it from an online dermatology provider like Curology or Apostrophe. There's lots of those, okay? The first entry-level is, listen, you go to your drugstore, your Target, your Walmart, wherever you're going, and you get either Olay, Rock, Neutrogena, or number seven. Those are excellent entry-level retinols. Excellent. I mean, top top of the line. You do not need to get a retinol from any brand at Sephora or Ulta or Blue Mercury, okay? And then when you go to retinaldehyde, that second level, Naturium, which is sold at Target, Naturium makes the best over-the-counter least expensive retinaldehyde. And the only reason there's a second tier is it just doesn't take as much. It doesn't have to convert as much. Retinaldehyde is one step closer to retinoic acid. So you kind of build up to it because retinol can be irritating to your skin. But listen, retinol is a marathon. Please be clear. It's a marathon. You are investing in the 401k of your face. The biggest difference that has happened to my face is because of retinol. And I look, I can look at pictures now and I'm not just saying this because like (laughs) I look younger, but like I can look at pictures 10 years ago and go, man, she was weathered. Like, first of all, those creases. Now they're gone because of Botox, but my texture is better. My hyperpigmentation is better because of retinol. So that's, that's the first thing. And then for SPFs, Elf, Bliss, Naturium, Black Girl Sunscreen, Trader Joe's can make. They're amazing. You do not need to have expensive and they look great under makeup. I would not ever re- recommend an SPF that did not look great under makeup. And so those are all amazing. And while we're talking about SPF, I'm saying this to myself to remind others, you got to put that stuff on the back of your hands, y'all. Hands age. Uh, My hands are starting to age. Yeah. And especially the hand that my (laughs) driver's side. Yeah. Yeah. 
my left hand that's on the drive, you know, that will be on the driver's side by the window has so many freckles and age spots yeah. that it did not used to have. It's oh, shocking. It's so much texture. Listen, anything you put on your face, put on your hands when you're doing skincare on your face. And that mean that includes SPF, but I, I put retinol on my hands. I put vitamin C on my hands. So, yeah, so I wash good. my hands. <laughs> so, okay. But my first item is actually an exfoliant. Now, exfoliant is what's great to help with texture and hyperpigmentation. And I use the exfoliant step after cleansing. And I love an AHA, but I do like to use a daily BHA, which is Polish Choice Skin Perfecting 2% BHA liquid mm. exfoliant. Now, it has two ingredients that are really helpful for most of us. The first is salicylic acid. Now, salicylic acid, which is a beta hydroxy acid. That's what the BHA stands for. Salicylic acid gets into your pores and cleans them out. They're a little Roomba for your pores. Now that's helpful if you have breakouts. That's helpful if you have blackheads. I have blackheads and I'm always trying to keep them at bay, but it's also helpful if you have pores, which is everyone listening. And the reason is because a lot of us will see marketing for like, make your pores smaller you scientifically cannot do that. It, you cannot make your pores smaller, but you can make them appear smaller. And when they're clean, they appear smaller. And so the great thing about this is this also has green tea, which is an antioxidant that calms redness. You can use it every day after cleansing. They'll tell you to use a cotton pad. Mm-mm. You know what? If I use a cotton pad, that's going to keep 5% of my product. No, ma'am. I'm using my, I'm using the the pad God gave me, which is my fingers. And so I put it Wait, on. You put it on your literal fingers? It's a literal liquid. fingers. It is. I, listen, I put, I'll put all kinds of liquids on my hands. You want to go there? We'll go there. <laughs> oh God, stop. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like, I have that too. So I'm just, and I do use a cotton ball. So you're saying you just like dump it on your fingers. <laughs> I keep my fingers together. So they make a little cup. You know how you used to get water out of the hose and you would, I don't know what, I don't know what your life was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you just put it into your finger and then you just pat it on your face with your, you pat your fingers together and then pat it on your face. And the benefit to that is just to save product. It's just to save product. Like, yeah. and, and the less waste for, you know, the planet. Oh, right. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I love that. You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Earth. Love her. Mean it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I wasn't going to talk about this one first for myself, but it leads into what you just talked about leads into it. And also, I got this recommendation from you. So it feels like I should start with it first. For my skincare, a thing that has become a part of my mostly daily, at least at least four times a week routine that I got from you is the Dr. Gross Alpha Beta Peel Pads. So good. They're the so good. I buy them now at the Sephora sales. Like I stock up. I buy like yes. the 80 pack or whatever. Yes, 100%. That's what I do. With sunshine, outdoor activities, and so many fun things to do outside, it is impossible not to enjoy all of these good weather days up ahead. Of course, we all know that more sun and fun means more sweating and, yes, more odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi. Lumi is the first of its kind in the full-body deodorant world and is seriously safe to use on any and every part of your body. It was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how regular body odor was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. 
I especially love that Lumi deodorant is baking soda and paraben free. It is also pH balanced for safe use on all areas of your body. You can choose from a variety of fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code U at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant, D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T, Dot com and use code U, Y-O-U. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Because also, kind of like I joked about shaving your face can change the texture of your face in 30 seconds, which it can. I feel such a market difference when I use these pads almost immediately. So there's it's a two-step process. The first one is like an exfoliant. After your face is clean, you use them all over your face, especially where there might be like build up or a little extra. So I can get some gunk on the sides of my nose yes. and the creases beside my nose. But also because I think this really helps with fine lines. I use this around my eyes, not close to your eyeballs. Don't be dangerous. But <laughs> towards my temple and around like my cheekbones, those those places. I love these peel pads. You do the first one, you let it sit for two minutes, and then you do the second one, which has some anti-aging blah de blah that I'm sure you know about that I don't. <laughs> but anyway, they are so good at everything they're doing. Because again, what I'm fighting primarily is texture and exfoliation is the best for that. It is. That's right. And I, I have graduated from, I think the first time that we talked about this, I have graduated from just like peeling my face off all the time or like using a really harsh <laughs> grainy exfoliant all the time to just get, because I could, I could feel sort of the gunk or whatever. I have graduated from damaging my face in order to get it smooth to now <laughs> doing something like this, which is a lot healthier. And it it makes my face so smooth. No, it's magical. So in the way that I talked about retinol being a marathon, this is the sprint because you are going to see a difference in your face immediately. And the difference in the product, the polish choice, that's a BHA. And the difference in that is BHA is oil solid. I say I'm trying to say oil, right? Instead of like Alabama oil, oil, <laughs> oil soluble which means that's going to get into your pores and break down oils, right? And then AHAs are water soluble. So they're going to work through the surface of your skin. That's why you can get that better texture, but you will look different. Like the next day you'll be like, oh my gosh. So what I do with the peel pads is I use the BHA every day, the polished choice. And then what I do is one day a week, I do a peel pad. And then one week a month, I do five days straight. And so- just to give it like an intense, like we're going to focus on this this week. And uh, for me, that's a good rotation. I think Dr. Gross, their team will say, do 14 days in a row, but I'm up to the extra strength. Like I'm at the Mac daddy. And so I just like to do five days once a month. And then that box lasts me an entire year until the next Sephora sale. And so it's perfect. But how do you, this is the practical question. How do you keep this type of schedule? Do you like 
Do you literally have a calendar of the schedule that you're going to do? I did. I had a little note that I would write. When I was learning skincare and learning steps, I would have a little note that I put on my mirror or in my inside my medicine cabinet to be like, okay, this is nighttime and this is daytime and this is what I'm doing. Now I know the rhythm of it because Sunday is big day. This is when I am going to really be out of makeup most of the day. I'm, I'll put on makeup like to go to church or go to brunch or something like that, but then I'm going to come home and take it off. And then really focus on my Sunday, like self-care. But now I just know the first week of the month. So first week of October, I did the five-day routine. Hmm. So I just found a rhythm that works for me. I'm not, it's not perfect. Listen, it might be the first week and I'll be like, oh, wait, have I done my peel pads? And so, and then I'll just do it until I'll put five out. And that way there's five sitting on the counter. And I know I used one. The next day I use it and then I'll know I'm done. I'm like, oh, I don't have to remember. I'm ADHD. I'm not going to remember. I'll do 28 in a row and be like, have I done five yet? And be like, why am I burning? Why is it burning? Well, you joke about it, but you're so much more regimented than I am. Like, I just use this all the time. I didn't even know that you were supposed to do it. You can't. No, you can. You can. Again, I'm using an extra strength. I'm also using prescription retinol at night. Mm. I cannot, like you said, I don't want to be too tough on my skin because I'm up to a pretty high percentage in prescription retinol. And I don't want to be too – so when I do the week, the five days, I drop down to a retinaldehyde. I don't use my prescription retinol that five days, mm-hmm. just so I'm not too putting too much pressure on my skin. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, my next one, listen, y'all, I have come to love, especially as I've aged, and as you age, your skin is going to get drier. And for some of you, you're going to be so excited because you maybe had really oily skin, and you're going to be like, oh, we have evened out. But I had – Normal skin, I have an oily T-zone, but the rest of my face is like, it's like the crib keeper. And so I have added in a face oil at night as the last step in my skincare routine. And listen, there's lots of face oils and there's lots of different like squalane and rosehip and jojoba, like that have a lot of different advantages depending on what type of skin you have. But for me, rosehip oil and sea buckthorn oil are Mm. transformative for my skin. And so I get them from Herbivore. Herbivore makes three types of night oils. And I use the Phoenix, which always feels like in the morning, I will rise from these ashes of my face. And I love it. It's, it's orange. It's gorgeous. The best thing about an oil at the last step in the night And you can get The Ordinary makes some great oils, by the way. Notoria makes a great marula oil. You do not have to spend a lot of money on oils. But the reason I love the herbivore is because it's just formulated beautifully. And the other thing is it smells great. I love the smell. I love the texture. I need three drops. It's going to last me a long time. And I put it on after my last step, which is my moisturizer. And oil is an occlusive. So you're going to put it on last because anything you put on top of oil is not going to absorb as deeply as anything you put on before oil. Because I'll see sometimes people go, well, I use a retinol oil and then I put on a hyaluronic acid and I want to go, good luck. The hyaluronic acid is not seeing the light of day. Like it's not going to make it into your skin. But if you put it on last, it's just a nice, like almost like a slugging technique. You know, the internet loved slugging for a while where you put Vaseline on your face as your last step, which you can do. Like you absolutely can do that. My skin does not love Vaseline. Vaseline calls to 16-year-old Jamie and is like, come have cystic acne for no reason. And suddenly, so I can't use a Vaseline or a mineral oil-based kind of product or petrolatum overnight, but that's just me and knowing my skin. But I love it. 
Sephora does not carry it in store. Like I did have to order it, but they make a mini. So they make a tiny one that you can try out for like 15 bucks, which is really nice to see if you like it. Okay. Once again, I'm copying you. I'm going to, and I'm going to cheat here because I have three oils on my list and I'm going to just bop through all of them. But the first one is really piggybacking on yours because it also is a sea buck, sea buck horn? Sea buck thorn. (laughs) Buckhorn. But I like this sea buck horn. It's so good. It's sea buck thorn. It doesn't matter. Who cares? People know what you're talking about. (laughs) They don't probably, but anyway. And I think I've talked about this. Oh, I know I've talked about it online a bunch of times, but I might have even talked about it with you because I love it. It is such a nice price point. It is the best oil. I use it for all kinds of things. I use it to shave my face as the kind of, you know, to moisturize Ah, before I shave. I use it at night if I'm feeling extra dry, if I've gone to the mountains or I've traveled or whatever. It is the best oil. It is made by Living Libations. It's called Mm. Best Skin Ever Oil. Love that. And I get it on Amazon. I don't buy it in bulk because you don't want oils to go bad, but I buy it regularly. Right. So there's that one. And then I also use still, after all these years, I use the Luna Sleeping Night Oil from Sunday Riley. That has a little bit of retinol in it, but not doesn't, it's not too harsh at all. And I wake up with the softest skin. I do that really regularly, actually. I use the... It's I a still, great formulation. It is. I still use the combo. You can buy them as a power duo, the Luna Sleeping Night Oil, which you use at the end, like you mentioned. And I also will buy it with the Good Jeans. Yes. Also from Which is an exfoli- it's AHA exfoliant. Yep. And then the last oil is also Sunday Riley. Like This is a brand of skincare that I've really gotten on board with. A lot in the last years. And it's the CEO Glow. And it is vitamin C oil. I use it in the mornings. And it gives me a nice glow. These are not the cheapest products on Earth Sunday Rally. They're not the most expensive either. Also available at Sephora. And at this point, I'm now buying like the largest versions (laughs) of these things. (laughs) But they have minis in all of them. They have minis and they, like you said, they make kits. Like Mm -hmm. Sunday Rally is good about year round making kits that have all of their, even full size products in their kits, which is great. I love the vitamin C. For those who don't know, vitamin C is probably my third favorite ingredient to be putting on your skin. Use it in the morning. It's an antioxidant. Vitamin C is very protective of your skin. And does a lot of rehab when it comes to pigmentation. So it's nice to have a vitamin C in your rotation. And this is a great formulation. Well, I'll tell you, I started using vitamin C because of you. You had recommended it. And I tried a couple of different brands. And sometimes vitamin C serums or whatever they are, they smell bad. They smell like hot dog water. It's mm-hmm. actually super gross. I And I... <laughs> I I couldn't handle it. Even though I had been listening to you preach about the benefits of vitamin C, I was like, I can't with the smell. I'm very sensitive to smells and I just couldn't do it. Right. When I tried this one, I tried it in a mini first from Sunday Riley. It does not have that smell. It has a spa smell, which works better for me. It does. Listen, and it has a spa smell because it's combined with oils. I'm working so hard on my pronunciation. I just want everyone to honor me for how hard I'm working on pronouncing oil. But it is a different version of vitamin C. So the vitamin Cs that smell like hot dog water are ascorbic acid. So that's why they smell. It's very shelf unstable. You cannot buy ascorbic acid in advance. You can't put it in your like backups. You have to you buy it. And when you open it, 
you have to use it aggressively from the beginning and get done and be done within 90 days because it's going to go bad. It starts, to, it's, it starts out clear and it turns yellow. Mm-hmm. The beauty of this is this is an encapsulated that you're using with Sunday Riley. And so it's not as strong as those ascorbic acids that you would get from like SkinCeuticals or Polish Choice, but it's much more shelf stable. It'll last a lot longer than three months and it's not as, it, and it does not smell like a ballpark Frank, which is no. nice for those and I who feel don't like- want that. I can use it every day. You can. Yes, 100%. A little break from this conversation to remind you that if you like these types of recommendations, I put out a free email newsletter throughout the year called The Secret Posts that often have my favorite recommendations for books, podcasts, beauty products, and more. Now, this is not to be confused with my paid membership community that's called The Secret Stuff. The secret posts come straight to your email inbox, and they are always free. Coming up soon in the secret posts will be my annual Not a Gift Guide gift guide. It's basically a compilation of my very favorite things of the year across all kinds of categories. Home, beauty, style, books, apps, tech. I compile a whole list of the things that I love each year, and it only goes out to secret post subscribers. To sign up for this free email newsletter called The Secret Posts, look for the link in the show notes or go to lauratremaine.com slash secret posts. And now back to the show. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, so I was thinking about <laughs> moisturizers. This is where I'm going to stick with something that I've loved since the first time we chatted. And I love it. And I've tried many another moisturizer. And my daytime moisturizer of choice is and I think will always be Charlotte Tilbury's Magic Cream Moisturizer. That was literally the next one I was going to talk about. Oh, good. I'm so glad that you said that because this, it it really is a magic cream. It is a magic cream. And this is when the Sephora sale is on, it is the best time because Charlotte herself does not do a lot of sales on, she does rarely any sales. And when she does, she's like, do you want this purple eyeshadow that nobody wanted? We'll give it to you 20% off. She's been crowned by the queen. So she's not giving away anything for free. But this, here's why this is great. She created this because Charlotte Tilbury started as a makeup artist who prepped models for runway shows. And one of the things she said, which you alluded to earlier, was that like a lot of models would come in and their skin would be so bad. Like, and it's hard to put lipstick on a pig, you know, as, as, as if a model could ever be a pig. But so she started making her own moisturizer to put under makeup. And this was it. This was the beginning of magic cream and magic cream. What it has in it that's helpful. Hyaluronic acid. For those who don't know, hyaluronic acid is not like the acids we talked about earlier. It absorbs water. So like I always tell people before you put this on or any hyaluronic acid product, you should just do a little spritz on your face of some sort of water or any any kind of uh, li- like lots, lots of companies make a face mist. And I know some of you are like, what's that for? Well, I say it's for a partner for hyaluronic acid because hyaluronic acid can only absorb water that's on your face or in the air. So if you live in a dry climate, be careful because it will find water in your body to absorb. And so it will dry out your face a little bit. But if you live in most climates anywhere, and when I talk dry climates, I mean like hardcore desert. But if you live anywhere else, it just plumps your skin because of the hyaluronic acid, a molecule that's found in your body. It has vitamin C and vitamin E, which help brighten and even. 
it also has a beautiful peptide complex that she has. And most of the negative comments, I went on Sephora to see, like, do people like this still as much as I like it? They do. It's highly well-reviewed. It's her best-selling product. And the people that don't like it don't like the scent. And since you're sensitive to fragrance and that you like it, I think that's high praise. It does have a light perfume to it, which some people are sensitive to and don't like. I don't mind it. I think it almost has a consistency, a little bit of cold cream. This is oh, not, yes. I'm it's not the best. Like, yeah. I'm not like knocking that. That's a good thing. No, but it's, it's you know, moisturizers can have all kinds of different feels, formulas, and I care about that. It goes on so well. It is one of the things when I was talking about earlier where I don't wear as much daily makeup. It is one of the things of if I put that on, I instantly yeah. look so much better and feel like I definitely don't need so much foundation. I might dot on a little bit to even out just yeah. my skin tone. But the magic cream really like it is so flattering. It is. And my pro tip would be the great thing is she's finally come around on refillables. So you can buy a jar of this and then just buy the refill and you drop and it's it's beautiful packaging. Like I am a sucker for some beautiful packaging and it has it, but you can save a lot of money by just buying the refill. And by a lot, I mean $10. So it's not a lot. But $10 could buy McDonald's. Wait, so $10. You oh, you're saving $10, you're saying. The refill costs $10 less than the the original jar. And it does come in a beautiful glass jar. Yeah. Like, it's really pretty. So Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that we shared a favorite. I love that we're twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay. Now we're going to talk about makeup. Here's what's so funny. When I was prepping for this episode, when I was making the list of things that I really wanted to talk about, I was like – not as passionate, except for the first thing I'm going to talk about, not okay. as passionate about my makeup choices as I was my skincare. And I don't know if this is just showing that I have matured in wisdom <laughs> and stature yeah. or if it's like, nope, you're just an old person now and you care about your skin. <laughs> that could be it. I don't think any of the products I'm choosing even existed when we first chatted. And that's, so I'm bringing all, and one of the products literally launched last month. So, and I already, I'm like, I cannot, I will take it to the desert island for sure. Okay. I can't wait to hear about that one because you've hinted at that one to me over Vox. I know. I'm so excited. Okay. But my first one, which is great, is the House Labs concealer that Lady Gaga just released. Now, look, I know that a lot of people have a lot of feelings about celebrity brands. And they are right about Scarlett Johansson skincare brand. It is not good. Okay. They're correct. That is right. And JLo skincare brand. No, not good. Like those are real feelings. But the celebrities that I think do it well are when they partner with existing skincare and beauty companies and go, let's partner. That's what Rihanna did with Fenty. That's what Selena Gomez did with Rare Beauty. And I think that's why their lines have been really successful. And that's why no one you know uses REM Beauty. Because Ariana was like, what? I don't know. Make something pretty? I don't know. So here's why this concealer is great. As you get older like me, fine lines, dark circles, hollowed out, like, like the, again, I'm a zombie in a movie. This comes in first, 31 shades, which is very rare and which shouldn't be rare, but it is. This has three ingredients that are really helpful. The hyaluronic acid that we already talked about. It has fermented arnica. And if you don't know about arnica, it reduces redness and irritation. It's a very natural way to deal with bruises sometimes. And then niacinamide, which niacinamide is a great brightener. It's an antioxidant. It brightens your skin. This has medium coverage that can build. It does not cake. And listen. Hear me, everybody, lean in close, lean in close. 
every concealer creases. If any concealer tells you it doesn't crease, they are outright lying to you. And no one cares that they're lying to you because no one's monitoring whether they lie to you. Okay. Your eyes move. You're going to have creasing. The way to reduce creasing is to use less product. And which is why you want something that has a medium or full coverage. So you don't have to use as much and also powder that B word after you put concealer down, use a tiny bit of powder to set your concealer and it will not crease, but on its own, it's always going to crease. Well, cause I was, this wasn't what I was going to lead with, but I, again, I'm just following your lead here with talking about a concealer because this is a Holy Grail concealer for me. And millions of others. But it's just worth mentioning because I think people see the price point and run away scared because it is so expensive. But I have been using the Cledipo concealer. Yes. Did I say yes. it right? So Cledipo. 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 I've been using it forever. It is $75, y'all. And I think that that just immediately makes people click away. But yes. it lasts me for like 18 months. It lasts so long. Maybe not a year. It lasts me a year, the little tube. It looks like a lipstick, actually. It's about that yeah, size. Yeah, because it's a solid. It's a solid, right? I use my finger. You use so little of it, and it's so effective. And I haven't found anything that is effective under my eyes. I don't get yeah. crazy dark eye circles, but you know, I get a little bit. And then like I said, I have broken blood vessels on my face and these will cover it with just a dot truly. And it stays, it stays too. It's kind of a Holy Grail, like in the industry. It is. No, it is beloved. And I think when you're thinking about concealer too, there are some concealers that are better for like, if you're concealing blemishes, And I know like some of you are like, I don't want a wardrobe of concealers. (laughs) Well, that's your loss because I have a wardrobe of concealers. But I, you know, because when I'm trying to hide a bruise or if I, which sounds really sketchy, but (laughs) please, I'm just clumsy. I'm just clumsy. (laughs) I'm just clumsy, y'all. But when I'm trying to hide a bruise or if I'm trying to hide a blemish, or maybe a leftover spot. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you're trying to hide. You're clumsy. And by clumsy, you mean you just fell into that needle. <laughs> That's true. My filler, guys, my under eye filler left a bruise and I am frail and take a long time to heal. So that's I'm what really happened. I'm not trying to out you. No, just, you can't like, out me. Listen, I did a whole episode on how I get under eye filler, but this time I got a bruise. And so they're bringing me back in next week to laser the bruise, by the way. Because they were like, oh. man, your bruises lasted a long time. We're going to laser it. And I was like, I, I love it. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. What's your next one? My next one is the one that I I hinted at that I love. And y'all, I am a like, I'm already like, I got to order a second one just in case this one. And I have one and I've been, but I've been using it for a month and it is the new eyebrow pencil from Kosas. So Kosas makes, they made an eye, a brow pencil. That's great. Like it was great. This is the Nano, Pop Nano. And it's called Nano because, y'all, this is one millimeter. There is not a finer pointed eyebrow pencil on the market. And look, I'm an Anastasia Browes girl. Love, love. It has 12 shades. It's amazing. Anastasia Browes, by the way, pro tip, never buy it anywhere but Ulta twice a year. They do a sale where it's 50% off twice a year. And so when you stock up on your pencils, do it then. You'll pay half the price. So that's a pro tip. But... This Kosas, it is ultra precise. It does the tiniest hair-like details. And for me, my brows, 
do not start where they would be most effective that they would start. So the head of my brow is slightly off where it should be. And so you might be like, well, how do you know where it should be? Listen, put your brow wherever you want, like live your life. You know what I mean? But most makeup artists will tell you that a brow, when you take a pencil and you place it next to your nose at a 90 degree angle, where that pencil lands is where your brow should start. And mine does not start there. It starts about a quarter of an inch over. And so I need to add in and listen, when I do it, I did it a live show recently where I was using the pencil and the other makeup artist working on air was like, which is also her sister-in-law and my friend Katie. She was like, what is that pencil? And I was like, I know because the hair like strokes when I was done with one brow, she was like, that looks like God gave you that brow. And I'm like, he did through this pencil. He did. (laughs) So I love it. If you're looking for something really ultra precise, it also stays like it is locked in until you use your oil-based cleanser. It's not going anywhere. And it is fantastic in terms of really not looking like, you know, my aunt who draws in her eyebrows with like a Sharpie, you know, you're looking for something subtle. Say the name of it again. It's Kosas Brow Pop Nano Feathering Eyebrow Pencil. Comes in six shades, but it's a good collection of shades. And it's so light in terms of the amount of pigment it puts down. You really can like wander between many shades. So I am an Anastasia Brow Wiz gal. That's what I use almost every day. But the brow conversation for me, the brow conversation for me is still a little tender because I spent the first two decades of my life with a unibrow. Did you know that? (sighs) Listen, I didn't know it until I saw the pictures and (laughs) then I knew because you could not know. Do you know what I mean? You could not know. And by unibrow, it's not as aggressive, but they were, they were sisters holding hands. That's what they were. (laughs) It was, you know, and I hated it when it, when I was young, because obviously it, it feels like a unibrow feels masculine a little bit. Like I just oh, had yeah. a, I had a heavy brow. Right. And now I would give anything for those brows Love it. back. Listen. Listen, because your brows, it's like your brows when you turn 40 go, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and they just start to like fade and go away. And you're just trying you're like, no, no, no. Come back. Come back. Well while we're talking about the eye area, I will give quickly my holy grail product that has been with me since the 90s. And I have yes. no problem talking about it or anything that I've been wearing the same L'Oreal Voluminous Curved Brush Mascara my entire life. Now, it's not because I haven't tried others. I, uh, like others, I have wasted my money on Dior Show. Okay, I have. <laughs> As there has been a flurry of telescopic yes, <laughs> or tubing or all these things. Mascara goes through all the trends and I always fall for them, mostly because generally mascara is in a decent price point, so you don't feel too bad trying them. Right. So I try all the things and I'm always just like, this does not look as good as voluminous on me. Now, I also will acquiesce that sometimes your skin body, hair, responds to what it knows. Like truly, yeah. these are living cells or whatever. Like they they do sometimes, you know, not take new products as well as, as products they're familiar with. That's actually a true thing. 
So it could just be that my eyelashes love a L'Oreal Voluminous, but I they I can just never get the other ones to look as good. I can right. make L'Oreal Voluminous look amazing on me. It's $8 at Walmart. I can refill all the time. I have one in my car. I have one in my makeup bag. I have, you know, I have them all over. Listen, L'Oreal is the best-selling mascara in the drugstore. It it sells more tubes of mascara than any other brand, it, both drugstore and otherwise. It is, they are very good at mascara. And so even if Voluminous is not your choice, you can actually have, they have other versions that might work for you. But listen, there is no reason to spend $24 on a mascara unless you just want to. Like that's the only reason you should be spending that much. Now, if you love a tubing mascara, it is hard to find a tubing mascara at the drugstore. L'Oreal Age Perfect, they make a decent one. But like, I think when you find a mascara that you love, like it, I think it easily can be a lifetime product. Like there's just no, and if you are buying expensive mascaras, like $24 and which I have done many a time, you should be buying the mini because it's going to last as long as that. Because listen, mascaras dry out and all y'all who are pumping it, like you're pumping up the jam, it's going to dry out in six weeks. So you might as well just buy the tiny one because it will also dry out in six weeks and you can save yourself $10. That's my other pro tip. Yeah. Don't pump your mascara, y'all. It just Don't pump your o- mascara. Puts oxygen in there and it makes it dry. Okay. That's mine. What's your next one? Okay, mine is, and listen, this is the bougiest thing I own in terms of makeup, but I love it so much and I will never be without it. And that is the Gucci, I know, bear with me, the Gucci Sunkissed Glow Bronzer. Y'all, this bronzer, I'm about to buy a new one. I've, I've used this one for two years and by two, I mean three. And it expired at two. Okay. I've hit pan. Half the pan is missing. I'm so proud of hitting pan on this. It is, I love it. First of all, it's a great formula. It is one of their best selling makeup products. If you go on Sephora and look at it, it is 4.8 stars. People love this bronzer. Now the packaging is delectable. I mean, you are going to pull this out and why would you, you're not putting on bronzer at lunch, but you're going to pull it out just to look at the mirror. Cause you'll be like, look at my good. That's what I use it for is just the mirror. Here's the thing. It comes in five shades, which does not feel like enough, but it really is. I was reading the reviews of even people who use the medium and the dark and they love it. Here's why I love it. Now this is specific to me. I was talking earlier about cool tones, like having cool undertones. Most bronzers run warm. They just do because most people actually have warm undertones. But for those of us who don't, that looks very yellowy, orangey on us. And when I'm in the sun, my face turns red. And so I need a bronzer that has red undertones. And that is what Gucci has made. And that is why I think people are so beholden to it because they're like, you're the only one doing this, making a red undertoned bronzer. And so the fair for me is beautiful. It has these side, they call them soft focus microspheres, which help kind of soften the edges of your face where you're putting your bronzer. And look, I use it four times a week and it's still, I'm not out of it yet. I'm just out of time. And so it's worth the price, especially if you buy it in the Sephora sale, like I will this coming week. Okay. I'm adding that to cart actually when oh, it's so good. that sale comes up because I'm right at home with having a Gucci product in my purse. Yes. I know that in your, in your Gucci purse. <laughs> That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you talked about that. So I'm also going to talk about my cheeks, but not bronzer. This is 
maybe a bit of a stretch to call this a holy grail, but I've been using this probably every day for a year, almost every day. And so it feels like something y'all need to know about. This is also a brand I found out from you, but not this exact product. Milk Makeup. Yes. I've been using their Lip and Cheek Cream Blush Stick. Now, I use it in the color Rally, which is a bright pink. But it looks a lot brighter, as blush sticks often do. It looks a lot brighter in the tube than when you put it on and blend. Yes. And I just love it. It kind of makes me feel like a teenager. It's a little bit of a teenagery product. My daughter wants to wear milk makeup. It's fine. But it really, <laughs> it looks so fresh and dewy and truly sun-kissed and not like heavy-handed blush application, which again, on my aging skin, sometimes powder blushes they we start to look a little Tammy Faye, which is not what I'm going for. And so I have been really liking this cream blush. I will also tell you, if you think that blush is not for you, because again, sometimes we see really bad examples of blush, think again. Because when I see sometimes someone who looks a little colorless, I'm not even going to make this about someone else. I'll make this about me. If I skip blush, yeah. I just feel like my face is so flat looking, even if I have on foundation or contour, like, you know, even if I have other things, when I skip just a little bit of pink on my cheeks, I look washed out, even with everything else on. I would never skip blush. No, blush is important, but I think people do skip it because they think that it looks clownish. Sure. That's fair. You know, like, because when you first put it on, I can see that there's like a bit of like, well, this looks a little, this does not look, you know, this doesn't look pretty. Blush takes us, for me, it takes a second. Like, it takes me a second. Like, it, you put oh, it yeah. on, it does feel a little clownish for a minute. You do something else. You do your eyes, you do your curl your hair, whatever. And it kind of settles in and then you do a little more blending. And it it makes you look more awake, which people don't talk about because people talk about that with concealer or eye, eyeshadow maybe. Blush can make you look rested. It can make you look truly like happier. And I mean, dare I say prettier. I think that little piece of color right there, like really is what makes you look, I keep wanting to say glowy and that's not quite the right word, but like with, it just gives you some color when most of the rest of us, we just have one, we're just, we're not pretty colors. Some of us (laughs) don't have rose naturally rosy cheeks. I do not. I have I have a naturally rosy face, like the whole face. And so I need to add back in that rosiness to my cheeks. I always tell people, think about when you're when you're nervous about blush, think about when you've ever been in cold weather and you've been outside and maybe you've taken a, in that snow that has surprised you in Alabama or you've gone on a vacation to somewhere cold and you take a picture and you see those cheeks, those fjord cheeks. They're so stunning. There's a reason that you look so good in those photos. Yeah. You you just look, one's the reflection of the snow. It's like a built-in God's ring light. But also because of that rosiness to your cheeks, it just brings a little color. And I always put on blush. And then, like you said, I do the rest of my makeup. And then I'm always like, I'm going to have to tone this down. And no, I always add more blush. That's what I'm I'm saying. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, no, I need a little more. Yeah, it settles. It settles. And I think people don't do that. They put it on, they get nervous, they take it off, or they blend it right out. And you sort of have to let it settle. And the the difference between if I wear blush or I don't, because if I'm lazy or whatever, I literally look like I'm sick, like I have a cold. If I don't have it on, like I feel like I just look so pale and all one color. It's like when, if you ever think about like, do you ever pinch your cheeks to get, you're like, oh, I got to look, I got to look together. You pinched your cheeks. We did that for a reason. We look more together when we have color on our cheeks. Well, the milk 
lip and cheek cream blush. I've never used it on my lips in my life. I use it as blush. I don't. <laughs> I would not imagine putting it on my lips. It's a good price point. It's a cute. I have a little uh, it comes mini. With, it comes in so many shades too, which I love about that product. Yeah. It's so fun. Another quick break to let you know that my annual social media challenge, One Day HH, is coming up on Wednesday, November 8th. This will be the 11th year that we have taken just one day to document our lives hour by hour. This is my favorite day on all of social media. It is such a fun and meaningful way to share and to document what our lives look like right now in 2023, because it will never look again how it looks right this moment. This year, you can sign up for email notifications about One Day HH. You can get reminders. And if you're part of my Secret Stuff community, we are going to do something a little extra special together that day. One Day HH takes place almost entirely on Instagram, and you can participate in the main feed. You can participate in stories. You can post just once on November 8th, or you can truly post hour by hour, like I do, to share what a day in the life looks like for you. For more details and to sign up for the email notifications, go to lauratremaine.com slash one day HH and save the date for the best social media day of the year on Wednesday, November 8th, the 11th annual One Day HH Social Media Challenge. Now, back to the show. Okay, and then the last one I've talked about on the show, it showed up in my favorite things episodes at least once. And then people always ask me about it, like when I'm on Zoom or on Instagram Live or something. I'm wearing it right now. It is Pat McGrath's Full Panic is the color. Pat McGrath, the product is Pat McGrath's Trance Lipstick. It is a matte lipstick. It stays forever. Full Panic, which I have on, is not going to be for everyone. It is it is a neon it's gorgeous, sign. Though. I'm looking at her and it's stunning. Thank you. It is quite the neon sign, but she makes all kinds of other colors. Pat McGrath is hit or miss for me. I generally love her brand, but they haven't all been knocking out of, out of the park for me. This lipstick formula is it's on the pricier side for lipsticks. It's $36, I think, which is obviously expensive for lipstick. But especially matte lipsticks where you have a little, a lot of control over the product. You don't need to put on a bunch of layers. It has lasted me a really long time. And she has pretty packaging. Speaking of pretty packaging. Listen, I I don't think anybody does a matte lip, maybe NARS, but like, I feel like NARS and Pat McGrath have it cornered on matte lips, matte lipsticks, but not a liquid lip. And, but that packaging, y'all, you just, when you, okay, imagine I'm in the coffee shop. I've pulled out my Gucci bronzer to look in the mirror. <laughs> and then I pull out my Pat McGrath bullet and that it is so stunning. It, it's just a beautiful, and look, I don't think you have to always have that. I think Revlon makes some great bullets, like then they make some great lipsticks, but I think sometimes it's just really fun to not just have like your Tom's in your purse, like you can have something pretty in there too. I really love that moment. I also just read online, this is unconfirmed, except it was on a you know pretty good site, that Taylor Swift's read that she has moved away from Ruby Woo, which I guess is what she may be used yeah. to wear, and that she is now wearing a Pat McGrath red. It was not full panic. So I'll have to go look up which shade we, it was, but it was you know, the, the same the same lipstick I'm talking about. Well, Pat McGrath, that makes sense because Pat McGrath was in one of her music videos. Yeah, so must be. As a fairy godmother. So it must be true. I believe it. 
Okay, we are moving categories now. This one's going to be quicker because we're only going to each talk about a couple things. But do yeah. you have something that you want to share that's either a hair product or a body product, like outside of our actual faces? <laughs> yes. So at my hair product, and you can also get this at Sephora, and it is from the brand Crown Affair. Crown Affair makes a bunch of hair products. And the product that I freaking love is their hair towel. I know that feels like a weird product, but it is the thing that I gift now as gifts to everyone. I plan in this for sale to buy one for all my nieces so they can all have one. Here's the thing. I've used a Turby Twist. It's great. I've used the Aquas hair towel. It's great. I used the Crown Affair. It is magnificent. Queen Elizabeth would have used the Crown Affair hair towel if she needed to. Listen, if you've got a big head, this is fantastic. For those of us who have big heads, Turby Twist is adorable because it covers three-fourths of our head. And we're like, well, I guess that's good enough to dry. Like not the roots, but just the ends of my hair. But if you have long hair, you have lots of hair, they have created this hair towel. It has a a, a waffle fabric that absor- absorbs moisture. If you're thinking, hello, you don't have an extra an actual towel, listen, the towels that you use on your bottom are great and you can use them on your hair. What I am suggesting, and I travel with the Crown Affair hair towel. Like I'm not, I'm not using that that <laughs> Hampton Inn towel that's been bleached to the sun on my hair. You, the bleach that goes on my hair is from my hairdresser. So it dries in fraction of the time of like a Terry towel. And it really does prevent breakage. And look, when you get my age, you're losing hair. Your hair's leaving you. It's also like, bye, it's been great. And so you're trying to hold on to as much hair as you can. And I really want to baby my hair as much as I can. And so using this towel has been great. And it is a fantastic, has a really unique shape. It's not shaped like those towels. It is still just a rectangle, but you, but it covers, it's magical. I love it. I love it. I don't use a hair towel. You use this like while you're doing your makeup. When do you use this? Yeah. So I wash my hair and when I get out, I use a regular towel for my body and then I put this, my hair in this hair towel and I wash it like, you know, once a month, twice a month. That's their recommendation because you're putting clean hair in it. And, uh, and then I take it out when I'm ready to do my hair, like to put in product, but it dries much faster. And the less heat I have to put on my hair to dry it, the better mm. my hair is. And so the more dry, the drier it can get, it means it's less frizzy, like all it's a win all the way around. I'm going to send you one. I'm going to send you one and you're going to love it. But I'm going to wait to the sale because I do need to save 20%. <laughs> okay. So don't expect it this week. Yeah. Okay. So my hair things that I want to talk about is like a little bit of an update and a little bit of an affirmation. So last year for Christmas, I gifted myself a Dyson air wrap. <gasps> Congratulations. Thank you. It was after I had used it at Thanksgiving. My sister-in-law had me use hers at Thanksgiving. I loved it. I bought it for myself for Christmas. I do love the air wrap. This is a bit of an update. I do love it because when I take the time to use it, because it does take me more time, my hair stays looking good for days. I mean days, which is the true blowout phenomena, right? Like that's why you get your hair blown out while you pay for someone else to blow out your hair is because whatever magic voodoo that they do, I can, I can then, I don't have to wash my hair for like four days. I mean, it it looks good. Same is true with the air wrap. I do not without the air wrap, like blow out my own hair. I just dry it and then 
and then style it, which doesn't last as long. So if I have the time and the patience, because it there's such a learning curve to the air wrap, or there was for me, and it and it takes a good 15 minutes longer probably. So if I have the time and patience, I will use the air wrap. Also, you have to just know that when you're done with it, it's a little pageant queenie. Like right when you're done with it, you're like, I am Miss Dallas. No, it settles down. It settles. It really does settle. And then it, it stays like a blowout for days. So I still love it. It's such a high price point. It is definitely a special occasion item, which you would could use your Sephora discount on something like this. And I still love it. But for most of like maybe at least once a week, like if I'm just going fast and I maybe this is just because I'm used to this routine, I still swear by my beach waiver. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I it's can, great. I can use a beach waiver. It does have a bit of a learning curve too, but I've been using it for years now. So I guess I'm faster at it. My sister-in-law who loves the Dyson Airwrap, she can do the Dyson Airwrap a lot faster than I can because she's been doing it for a while. So some of this is all about about practice and repetition, but I can do the beach waiver and it looked great very fast. Oh, yeah. I, listen, you're the one who taught me because I had had an air wrap because I'd saved up some Ulta points and I had finally spent it on it. And I was like, I just can't get it to grab. I can't get the hair to grab to the, <laughs> the dang thing. And you were like, this is what you do. And you have to start at the halfway point. You can't use as much hair. And like it transformed it for me. And so yeah. I do do that when I have the time, which is not always because it does take a little bit for me, it takes a little bit longer because I'm not as good at it. But at the end, I'll always be like, Thank you for nominating me for Peach Princess. This is amazing. And I love it. No, it looks so good. The two tips, if you're going to use the Dyson Airwrap or you've tried it and been frustrated with it, the two tips are, first of all, you have to do it on damp hair. Do not do it on fully dry hair. Your hair will fly all over the place like you're in a science experiment. Do it on damp hair and start in the middle. That's a little bit hard to explain. You can watch tutorials if you haven't yet, but instead of trying to wrap with the ends like you would do with a curling iron or whatever, you're going to to hold the wand in the middle of your yes. lock of hair that you're holding and then it will sort of suck it up. Which is a, but, yes. It's very hard to explain. But if you aren't starting in the middle, that might be your problem. And if you aren't using damp hair, that might also be your problem. It is so these are two things. I go back and forth is what I'm saying. I use the air wrap a few times a yeah. month. I use the beach waver a few times a week because just because it's faster. The beach waver doesn't last as long. Like, you know, it'll be kind of flat the next day, so I'll have to touch up. So it's just sort of back and forth. But those are my updates on I love that. hair products. I sort of just wanted to ask you as we sort of move out of categories here and just ask you some sort of big picture, almost like philosophies, is that I have friends, actually one of my dear friends, who she's really brand loyal, meaning she likes to commit to a brand and then she does her whole face or whatever in that brand. It's just the way her brain works. She and I have talked about it because I think that's actually bananas. (laughs) I, I can't even conceive of that. But in her mind, she just wants to go to one counter. You know, she wants to have someone do a makeover and then say, here's all the products. And then she buys them. Like it's a simplicity thing. Like this is just not a thing that she is going to obsess over in the way that we do. Well, and her counter's going to look more organized and appear more fluid. Mine looks like I robbed 17 stores and brought it all in. It's also the formulation. Sometimes there are products that really work best with each other. Like a concealer from one brand might work really well with the foundations from that same brand. Yeah, they might work well without it, but they might 
just be great partners. So I can see why somebody would be invested in that. I, that is not my journey. That is not the path that the Lord Jesus Christ has put me on. And so that's not, that's not for me. Except I would say if I was going to be loyal to one skincare brand, because I also do not trust makeup brands that make skincare. That is not interesting to me. Those skincares, that skincare tends to be less impressive. I'm not going to get my exfoliation from Hourglass. I just don't trust you. Okay. You make a great concealer, but that's all I'm going to get from you. But it would be Tatcha. Tatcha is the skincare Mm. brand. Listen carefully. There's not one product. If you're like, which product? All of them. Every one of them. You could get their cleansers, their essence, their serums, their moisturizers, their masks, their oils, their SPF, their primers, their body products. That's the latest thing that I've been using from them is their body products and they're amazing. The other thing is knowing Vicky Sai, who is the owner, she sold and made a ton of money, but she's still the CEO of the company. The fact that she like was in corporate America, had had a case of dermatitis was so miserable, was going on a trip to Japan. She lives in California. She was going on a trip to Japan and they healed her dermatitis. Like she was like, I was taking steroids. I was taking antibiotics. Nothing could heal my dermatitis. And if you've ever had dermatitis, you know how miserable it is to heal. And she was like, these Japanese women just healed my face. And so she brought kind of all of their formulas are made in Tokyo and they're just Listen, they send you a handwritten note if you order from their website, and they do 20% off multiple times a year. Mm. They put a handwritten note. They package everything up beautifully. I love to send gifts from them because I know when it arrives, it's going to feel special. It's not going to feel like, oh, look at this bubble wrap that says Amazon. Like It's going to feel like an experience from the moment they open the package. And I just love, I just love their mentality. I love their approach to beauty. I love the way that they're just not harsh about the chemicals that they use, but they recognize that chemicals are a part, like we're made of chemicals. And so they recognize what is safe to use and and then work around everything else. I mm. love Tatcha. It's, and the packaging is stunning. Yeah, that's a great brand. I haven't thought about it for gifts, but that is a really good idea. I also think if you were going to be really brand loyal and like my friend who chooses to do this, and I know a lot of people do this, is a lot of times it can be a look. You're going for a certain look. Like I sort of made the joke earlier about Bobby Brown, but if you really liked that uh, neutral palette, professional uh, makeup without wearing makeup look, like then you might be loyal to her. Like you would just buy all the products to look like that. Like you have a certain style that you're going for. So I, I do get that. If I had to choose, and mine's more makeup or is all makeup more than skincare, like yours was, I would be brand loyal to NARS. Oh, yeah. Of course. I could do my whole face with NARS. I actually wouldn't even be a stretch for me. I think I own, I mean, I know I own NARS foundation, NARS concealer, NARS lipstick, NARS blush. I will still, I have orgasm on today. Orgasm is a phenomenal, I love a cheeky name. I love a cheeky name. Yeah. Like I could be really loyal to NARS. Now, also they do specialize in highly pigmented things. Yeah. And so for the look that I like, which is a little more dramatic, NARS works, but I just love their products. I have never tried a NARS product that I didn't like. Now it might not be my top choice. Like I, I, cause I try all kind of brands, but I just think NARS is like one of the best makeup brands. No, NARS is one of the best because I think one of the things about brands, if you're going to be brand loyal, you have to have a brand that can do complexion products well. And not all brands do complexion well. Like I use KVD eyeliners. 
because they just do not budge and they're amazing and I have a hooded eye and they're perfect for it. But they don't make anything else that I can, that can work for me. Mm. And so I could not be brand loyal to them. But NARS, listen, NARS makes everything so good. They make the best pencil sharpener in the business. They make the best eyeshadow base. Listen, they have, they have a mascara that everybody hates that I love because it's clumpy and gooey and I love a clumpy mascara and, uh, and they're bronzers, they're powders. Mm -hmm. They have a holiday blush palette. Top notch, top notch. If you're looking for one blush, like they're the, they're, that palette is a great gift to ask for or to give. So that's a great brand. I use their eyeshadows also. And then, you know, speaking of brands that you just use one product for, Rest in peace, the Marc Jacobs eyeliner. Listen, how dare they? Look, Marc Jacobs made the best pencil liner that's ever been made. Does not budge in your waterline. It was amazing. Listen, I still have two in the box. I bought out when when I heard that they were, because they've never been open, so they'll they'll hold. I've determined. But I was like, when they told me they were going out of business, I was like, and please, I need that black and I need that brown. Like, I got to have these. But my, I've heard the rumor that Marc Jacobs is coming back with beauty in 2024. So I'll be curious if mm. they held to that formula. And if you're looking, if you're like, I, all, I too loved Marc Jacobs. I will say the thing that replaced it for me was Sephora Waterproof Pencil Liner, which is it does not budge. It goes beautifully smoothly on the waterline. And if you're listening to this before or before a Sephora sell at all, the bonus of Sephora products that are branded Sephora in their sales, there are always 30% off no matter where you stand in their rewards program. So that's a pro tip as well. Their brushes are, their makeup brushes are also really good. We didn't even talk about tools. I moved from Mark Jacobs eyeliner. I moved to Urban Decay. Urban Decay is also hour. excellent. Yeah. Yes. It's also iconic. Yeah. For sure. Excellent. I love these conversations and we have them honestly all the time. So it was an honor to get to have, have this conversation with, you know, a few tens of thousands of other people. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Please come back and talk to us whenever you want to geek out on this particular topic because you talk about other things elsewhere. Can you tell the audience where they can find you that you're not talking about skincare? Okay. So I host two podcasts, one about pop culture, which is the podcast with Knox and Jamie. Every Wednesday, we educate on things that entertain, but do not matter. So it does follow suit a little bit. And I co-host a podcast called Faith Adjacent, which comes out on Thursdays where we have faith conversations that verge on sacrilege. I mean it. I mean it. We are not we are not like other Christians. We are cool Christians. Okay. <laughs> and I did just launch a substack called Be Golden, colon enthusiasm at its finest, where I showcase all the things I love. No sponsors, just affection. So if you want to follow me there, it's a free subscription. And I talk about all the things I love, including like my favorite charger for my phone and my favorite timer for my ADHD trials. You always have good recommendations across so many things, books, movies, TV shows, makeup, so do char- you. chargers, apparently. <laughs> you didn't mention my favorite place to follow you, which is Instagram. Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I love to post fun things. We try to keep it light over there and not too dramatic, but dramatic in just the right way. Well, thank you for joining me for the short and sweet episode that we just <laughs> recorded. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> 
You've just listened to an episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. For show notes and links, go to 10thingstotellyou.com. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. And you can also join our free connection group on Facebook to discuss episodes and topics. For bonus content, ad-free episodes, and monthly Zoom gatherings with me, join my Secret Stuff Patreon community by going to 10thingstotellyou.com slash secret stuff. Thanks for listening. 